On today's show, Luka Doncic is really good. But what's his path to an MVP next season? He's been the favorite going into a bunch of seasons. But how can he win it this year? We'll tell you how on today's Lockdown Mavs. I'm Luka Doncic, and this is Lockdown Mavericks Podcast. Hey, hey, Dallas Mavericks are NBA champions. I don't believe you shouldn't be here. And welcome. You are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Engstead, media member and NBA channel manager for the Locked On Podcast Network. Thanks for making Locked On Mavs your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms including YouTube, but the best way you can help us grow the show is to comment your team every day below. Your team every day below. Let us know what is the most important thing for Luca to win MVP next year. Let us know in the comment section below. And joining me, as always, my co-host, writer, and contributor at Mavs.com, the MVP person, the one more thinking. What you got for me, Isaac Harris? So Nick and I were texting about what to do for today's pod. <laughs> and uh, Nick dropped the, hey, we should talk about Luca. We haven't talked about like Luca, like done a Luca pod in a while. Slovenia fans, back me up. I'm like, we're basically locked on Luca, so we do talk about Luca. All right, I'm looking at the thumbnails of all of our videos. Okay, this is uh, this is uh, a so Luca, a Jason, a Josh Green, a, a Kevin Durant, a JaVale I McGee. Can't, a <laughs> I can't write the tease. He's not even pod. on the team anymore. I'm going to tease the pod with, hey, today we talked about something we hardly ever talk about. <laughs> Luka Doncic. Luka Doncic. <laughs> How dare they? Well, we're going to talk about Luka's path to MVP because he is the MVP favorite. According to Bet Online. he's the favorite again. I think it's like the third year in a row going into the <laughs> yeah. season that he's the MVP favorite. So what's his path? Who's his competition? What do his numbers have to be? And then what do the Mavs need to do? Where do the Mavs need to finish for him to win an MVP? So let's get to that. But first, let's talk about where the MVP finished last year because that was kind of a big conversation. There's a lot of debate, things like that. Jokic was was the MVP. Embiid was number two. Giannis was number three. There was a lot of back and forth between all three of those guys. It was clearly going to be one of those three guys last season. Uh, and then it was Devin Booker finished ahead of Luka, and then Luka finished fifth, and pretty comfortably in fifth. Like, he got 146 points. Tatum got 43 points right after him. Neither of them got a first-place vote. Neither did Booker, but 100 more points than the guy below him is, is a pretty big difference between them. So, comfortably in fifth. Do we think that's going to be his competition going into this season, or where are you looking for for some of these other players to maybe rise up? Yeah, I think in a second, you'll probably list off the odds for the rest of the, you know, the crew, you know, better line uh, after Luca, who those next guys are. But I think even looking past that top five, you know, Tatum, like you said, John Morant was at seven, Steph at eight. I think that's that's the crew. I didn't even look at last year. I didn't even look at the uh, the odds. I just kind of like made my own list and I literally wrote down for the West, Ja, Jokic, Steph, Booker, Luca, and then the East, Giannis, Tatum, and Embiid. So I think that's all the names on there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's all the names from last year. Here's the M- MVP odds going into next season. This is according to Bet Online. Luca's number one. He's plus 450. Giannis number two plus 600. So that's a pretty big, that's a pretty, that's a 150 point gap there between those two. Embiid is plus 700. Kevin Durant is plus 900. Jokic plus 1200. Curry plus 1200. Tatum and Morant are both plus 1400. 
LeBron is plus eighteen hundred, and then Kawhi and uh, Zion Williamson are both both twenty plus twenty five hundred. So like they got Zion on there. Zion's got to play twenty five games. <laughs> but that's the list. I think Zion gets a little bit of like the the hype bump, you know, like a, a, uh, yeah, a that, Lakers, that Kuzma. like a Lakers Duke, like Cowboys, like a Kuzma bet, bump, betting bump. But that's the list. It's Luka, Giannis, Embiid, Durant, Jokic, Curry, Tatum, Ja, LeBron, Kawhi, Zion. Like that's the that's the top group there, according to I guess. Dur- yeah, well, I guess Durant's the only one that I I didn't have on there. Um, I, I mean, sure, yeah. I mean, he's still one of the best players in the world. I just don't know what to do with him. I don't know where he's going to play, and and that just it determines a lot. You know, if Durant ends up in Phoenix, like him, Booker, Chris Paul, like. I mean, I feel like they're going to equal each other out or even each other out and all that. So I think when it, the question I have, when I look at the top five from last year, Jokic, Embiid, Giannis, Booker, Luka, are, are any of those guys to you dropping out or like, you're like, Hey, I just don't think they're going to be in that three to five range. I don't see, I don't see Booker. I mean, you'd have to, okay. you'd have to finish the same that you did last year and he'd have to have better stats than he did last year and step up and they would have to, probably finish the same or better like 60 wins again and it's just going to be hard yeah. in this western conference so uh everything against devin booker he's just not gonna he's not gonna be in that spot again yeah i'm i'm with you on it and it's like we were joking before we hit record we're looking at like past winners and what happened last year and it's like how many players you know how many teams that have won over 60 games that have not had a player in the top finish top three in mvp voting like Winning 60 games is a ton of game. They won 65 games and Booker didn't even finish top three. <clears throat> so what, I mean, would it take them finishing with 58 wins and Booker <laughs> having a little bit better stats and Chris Paul missing some games? It's just so much of it is narrative with well, MVP. Well, and so much of it now is, is the star player that drags a team that wasn't, that wasn't supposed mm. to be as good. Right. Which to your point, is part of narrative, right? The narrative of Jokic dragging that team without Murray, without Porter Jr., with injuries. And like, it's just him and Aaron Gordon versus the world. Like, that's basically what it was last year. And his numbers were just so incredible. His numbers, like, dwarfed Devin Booker's because Devin Booker was playing on more of a team that had more, like, more, like, contributors to it it's you know it's a it's a group effort instead of just the one guy dragging a team and that seems to be what the mvp has been the last couple of years here uh where you have Jokic twice uh Giannis, and then the harden westbrook ones were definitely that um curry was not but curry had the stats like curry had a ton of stats to back it up that's that second year um and so yeah, that, that seems to be what it was. So that, that takes us back to Luca. So how does Luca rise above some of these other guys? What does he have to do to step ahead of a I think Jokic and Giannis, it would be tough for them to 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 overcome the narrative of being a three time MVP. Like that that's that it's tough for you to vote for a guy like that. Um like yeah, as as unfair as I think that that is, it that it is it's a true. really true thing. It's a it's mental like, thing for voters the past four years has been Jokic twice, then Giannis twice. And it's like, Curry yeah, twice, I mean, LeBron twice, like LeBron was only one in couplets of two. He doesn't. <laughs> yeah. But, but like, I could see, like, I could see Steph winning another one because it's been so far removed. I think there's even an, another added point to it that if, if, if it's so close, like, I, I mean, Jokic would have to, they'd have to win 72 games in, like for him to win three, <laughs> three in a row, you know, yeah. like it's just, it's just wild. And they're going to have, I, I think they're going to have a really good regular season this year. Yeah. Um, 
but for Luca, you know, you, you look at it and I'm I'm in the camp with you is like, hey, Giannis and Yoke, it's just gonna take a lot for them to be in the in the top there. So for me, if if I'm if I'm just having to pick two guys that if I'm like forming out the top three right now for me going into next season, because of that fatigue, because Steph, I you know, I think Clay's gonna be better next year. Some of the young guys are gonna get better. However, you know, I just don't think Steph's gonna be right there at the top. And same thing with Booker. Jaws kind of a wild card. If hey, if you feel like uh, Jeff Skin Wade does about Memphis, they could take a little step back. Maybe I just um, talked about that on Lockdown NBA. I think they could take a step back too. I think for me, it, the two names for me that I'm putting with Luke in that top three, and this is just me, is Tatum and Embiid. And so much of it is is about like record, but it's also about narrative. I think Embiid walks into the season with a narrative factor of. He, he barely missed out against Jokic last year. He's healthy. They got a good team. They have the good record, puts up the big numbers. I think they're going to, you know, it, there's going to be a narrative fall behind them. So coming up next, Ooh. I want to talk about Jokic's route last year, though, because what I think for Dallas fans could look at it and say, hey, Westbrook, Jokic, they won the MVP and they didn't finish in the top four of the West. Luka Doncic and the Mavericks don't have to finish with home court advantage, and Luka can win it. I, I want to talk about how that can, that's a little bit of fool's gold, a little bit. Talk about that coming up. But before we do, let me tell you about Bet Online. We've been talking about the odds for MVP. We read them all off from Bet Online. Let's go for some long shot MVPs. Stop me when you think one of these guys can win MVP next year. Okay. Devin Hello? Booker, Devin Booker plus 2,800. Trey Young plus um, 2,800. Damian Lillard plus 3,300. No. Carl Anthony Towns plus four thousand. Jimmy Butler plus five thousand. Anthony Davis plus five thousand. Paul George plus five thousand. Darius Garland. Donovan Mitchell plus sixty six hundred. Lamelo Ball. Kyrie Irving. DeRozan. Beal. James Harden. Chris Paul. Dejounte Murray. Like there's a- Mitchell, Mitchell and Jimmy Butler is interesting to me. Those Mitchell on Mitchell doing what <laughs> on the Knicks? I'm just saying there's a there is a world in which Mitchell goes to the Knicks. And he balls out, and then there are like a fifth or sixth seed in the East. Mm. Considering some, like I just don't. I'm just saying. He has there's a, a world. He has the Julius Randle year from the season before last, where he Julius Randle was second team All NBA. Like if Donovan Mitchell has a season like that, then all of a sudden that yeah that could be like an MVP. Averages over thirty a game. It's the Knicks wow. to like fifty wins or something crazy. Yeah, and then they lose in the first round <laughs> to the Hawks again. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so there you go. Go check out Bet Online. All the stats and odds for everything. Uh, Bet Online, where the game starts. All right, Isaac Harrison, we are getting into Luka Doncic. What's his path to an MVP next season? We talked about his competition. We talked about the the voting odds for last year, the MVP odds for this year. What about um, the last couple of MVPs and the narrative for Luka has to go right for Luka? Well, the Jokic one last year that. I feel like a lot of things when, when it comes to Luca and us talking about it, we're about to talk about it again about like how many games do the Mavericks have to win for him to be up there? Cause you know, you look back at history and look at these guys who've won the MVP. You typically just look at the top of the conference. It's like one, two, maybe three, you know, as far as like wins in your conference, you look at Jokic last year, but look at all the things that had to happen for Jokic to win that MVP. Like, you, he had one, he put up ungodly numbers, like just unbelievable numbers. What is like 27, 14 boards, eight rebounds, like 
some advanced eight stats assists. were just yeah. eight assists. Like it was just some just dumb advanced stats too. Like insane. Like he just put up a crazy statistical season. Yeah. And he had the narrative, like you said, it's like no Jamal Murray, Michael Porter jr. Out. And it's like, you look at some of these guys he's playing with. You're like, I mean, some of these players are not even on rosters now. And you're like, all right, he drug that team to the playoffs. Then on top of that, then look at the teams that finished above the Nuggets in the playoffs. You look at a Suns team that had Booker, Chris Paul. You know, it was a well-rounded team. You look at a Memphis team that had a John Morant who who missed a ton of games. And the Grizzlies were better when he missed games. Like that was just such a thing that worked yeah. against John Morant last year, for better yeah. or worse. And then you look at like the Warriors, another well-rounded team. And Steph didn't like put up like crazy numbers. Well, so he had that crazy slump, like in it's December and January, where he was just like not good during that slump. Yeah, that really took him out of it. And, and then you look at Utah, and it's like, all right, well, Utah and Mitchell and Gobert, and like they. Didn't. So in a way, he kind of like struck struck gold with none of the teams above him had this like bona fide like. MVP alpha guy, except for Luka Doncic in Dallas that finished just one spot above him though. So if, if like a Mavericks Luka led team finished second or third in the West, Luka's winning MVP probably last year. So Man, that one win, one win between the Mavs and Warriors last year. <laughs> but like, but that's the type of thing. Like there was so much that went in Jokic's favor to win that MVP outside the stats outside of looking at, you know, the narrative around him, all that stuff that I don't, I don't think it's healthy for Mavs fans to look at and be like, dude, Luca can put up good numbers and us finish six in the West. He can still win that thing. I just don't think that the probability is very high for that. Let's talk about some of the stats Luca has to put up. Uh, and I have a, I have a sneaky one that I don't think people think about as much when it comes to MVP until it comes down to the voting. And that's games played last year. Luca played 65 mm-hmm. games. He plays more games. The Mavs win more games. Like he puts up more stats, which I guess only averages kind of matter for MVP. Cause I don't know if anybody's looking at your total points at the end of a season, but I think games played matters a lot. If he, you have to play like 85 to 90% of games, I think to get to the point where uh, we're talking about you for MVP. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I mean, you look at, you know, Jokic last year played 74 games. So th- that, Games do – it's not everything. You know, I feel like games play is always argued when it comes to All-NBA and some of these awards and stuff. But it does mean something, and mm-hmm. he's got to play a ton of games. And this is where the narrative factor comes – yeah, we're, I know we're talking about stats. But okay, let's stay at stats because there's some, <laughs> there's some narrative stuff with Luke I want to talk well, about. Well, the stats but, feed into the narratives, and we, we love the narratives because we can explain a lot of things away with it. <laughs> because, well, the one of the biggest things that hurt Luca last year – I'll just go into the narrative thing <laughs> – was like the Bill Simmons led charge. I mean, it was more than Bill Simmons, but like he comes into camp and he's out of shape and he's a little overweight yeah. and he starts the season and it's like, okay, he's playing himself in the shape and the 16 and, all this, and 18 start didn't help them either. Right. Yeah. And it's like, he was a little sluggish. Like you could see that he's like, all right, got to play himself in the shape, all this stuff. You know, what's, what's going to help Luca as far as his MVP case. If we're laying out a path for Luca to win MVP, it's him coming into camp and he's looking like the pictures that we're seeing circulating on the, mm. the internet world mm. right now at- of the fanny pack Luca 
and some of these yeah. other pictures with fans. And it's like, whoa, okay. I mean, we're going to see Luca on a basketball court coming up in Eurobasket oh. in about a month. So we'll we'll see him in action before the NBA season. But imagine if that's a new maybe that's a new day instead of what if. Imagine if <laughs> what if. Imagine if Luca shows up to camp next summer and he's just like skinny Luca activated and he starts off the season, you know, just absolutely killing it and he's not getting tired at the end. And that's the narrative. It, it's more than the stats and stuff. It's the all the media, it's the highlights of like, oh, it's everybody talking about like, dude, this is the year. And we're literally like three weeks into the season and everybody's saying, this is the year. Luca finally did it. He flipped the switch. He took the offseason series. And then everybody's running with that narrative. And that that's what you got to capture. No Brunson. He has less help this year. Yeah. And I think part of, so you mentioned how he got to, off to a slow start. There's a certain point where in the season, if you're not in the MVP conversation or you fall out of the MVP conversation, you have to do exponentially more to get yourself back into that conversation, right? Like, yeah. How could Steph have gotten back in that conversation? Because he was in it. Durant, how could he have gotten back in that conversation after he fell out? There's just a certain point where like, even Luca, Luca's end of the season, the Mavs were one of the best, like three teams in the NBA over the end of the season. He only got to fifth and he had a better record than what, what Jokic did. Did he have as much help as Jokic? Like, <laughs> it was like close. Like, neither of them had all stars. And so. Yeah. Uh, but Jokic was doing it from the beginning of the season all the way through to the end. So, like, you, he didn't fall out of the conversation. He was in it the whole year, basically. Yeah, he was exactly. He was in it, and it matters. And like you said a while ago, going back to the stats, Jokic 27, 14, and eight, and, you know, a bunch of different advanced stats and stuff in favor of him. When you look at the years before that, even Jokic before that at 26 and you know 11. Giannis before that, God, that Giannis season was insane. <laughs> Basically 30 points, 14 rebounds, you know, six assists. When you look a at stealing a block. Yeah, this is just, I mean, dumb. But like you look at the past, I mean, even going to 2015, 16, you know, Steph, then Russ, then Harden, those three years. I mean, if you just want to look at MVP winners, you're like, all right. You either got to average a at least a double double, or you got to average at least thirty points. And I know that's really like simplifying it. And it's like yes, there's there's outliers before that, but I mean going back to the the past what eight MVPs, that's been the case. A double double, a crazy double double, not just a you know a little small double yeah, double, right. but crazy double double, or you're averaging over thirty a game, a la the James Harden season, the Russell Westbrook crazy triple double season, Steph Curry over thirty points. So, what what do you think is more likely for Luca? Over thirty points or double double? Over thirty points. And here's my other sneaky stat that I think feeds into this. The other sneaky snap stat besides games that he's he has snack. To, the, the sneaky snack. He's skinny, Luca. He's got to eat more built bars. Is what has to happen. Yeah. Uh, the sneaky, the sneaky stat that he asked that is his two point field goal percentage. That was like his superpower over the last couple of years. Like the two seasons before the last one, he shot about the same as Giannis at the rim. He shot so well at the rim, finished around the rim. And there's a lot of games last year where we would look at Luca. He would get to the rim and not finish, and we'd go, "What is wrong with Luca? Like, what is happening with him?" He shot. Um, 57% from two point his second year, 57% last or the year before last, and then 52.8% last year. Like he has to raise that back up, gets to like, 
you know, 57, 58%, all of a sudden that takes him to 30 points. And he's more efficient. The advanced stats look a little bit better if you're doing that. He gets back to that as his superpower. And then also maybe the assists a little bit. Like if he bumps the assists up, when guys, if guys shoot better, like Maxi Kleva and Reggie Bullock aren't just bricking everything for the first couple months of the season. A couple of those things go right for him. He finishes better around the rim. The guys shoot some threes better. Like those are the stats that I think he really has to bump up to make him look more impressive with the advanced stats that calculate all those different things. And then eventually push him up high enough to where that narrative is uh, is in his favor. Um, coming yeah. up, let, let's talk about what the Mavs have to do because I think Luka can, if he does all those things, the Mavs will be, will be better as a team. And if they start well, they'll definitely be better as a team because they started so poorly last year. But let's talk about where they need to finish and what the Mavs need to do around him to help Luka get MVP. We'll talk about that coming up. All right, Isaac Harris, we've been talking about Luka Doncic, MVP. What's he got to do? What's his path? A couple of stats, sneaky stats that I mentioned that Luca has to improve on. Games played, two-point field goal percentage, assists maybe. Uh, we've been talking about his competition. What do the Mavs need to do? What do you think the Mavs need to finish as a team? And then let's talk about how they get there. Um, I, I think they need to finish. I mean, I'll just play the percentages on this. <laughs> like They need to finish in the top four. And... It's just you get to that, not to go back to that Jokic point, but you stay in if you're in that five to six range, then you you gotta have some breaks. You gotta have some some well-rounded teams ahead of you. You have to have, and we're just talking about the West, right? Like, I mean, we're not even talking yeah. about you know the, the East in this. Some well-rounded teams, you gotta have some fatigue in it. Like Giannis put up some crazy numbers last year. He had a little fall off towards the end, but like there was some a little fatigue with Giannis too, you know, as four voters because he had yep. won it two out of the past three. So there was just a lot that went into Jokic winning at the sixth spot. Westbrook, the same thing. I mean, he averaged a triple double and everybody freaked out about it and stuff. So like, <laughs> that's why it's like, if for Luca to win it, you almost have to say you got to finish in the top four. What's wild about it is that like that, where they stand in the conference standings matters so much for this award. It's so weird that it's right. not the maps were a top five record in the NBA last year. And that didn't matter as much as they were fourth in the West last year. Like that was held against them more than, hey, they top five record in the NBA last year. And it didn't seem like that was as much of a factor. Whereas the Nuggets were what? Uh, Let's see. They were sixth in the, they were sixth in the West and they would have been one, two, three, four. They would have been tied for uh, 11th in the NBA last year. <laughs> like that difference yeah. to me, if, if we push that narrative a little bit more, it makes Lucas case look a lot better. Do away with conferences. Um, but this kind of goes into like, what do the Mavs have to do? This kind of goes into Lucas stat line too. Actually, you said Luca 30. If we just, that would be a good poll question. I'm going to actually put it on Twitter. What is more likely for Luca to score over 30 a game next year or, or average a double, double, I actually think it's the double double because of how the roster's made up right now. Mm. That they're right now, they're banking so much. Like, if you want to do some people that's out there doing the whole, hey, Tim and Christian Wood equals Brunson. Well, you know, the difference between those two is those two other guys need to be set up <laughs> a little bit more than Brunson. Right. And you know, it's going to set them up, Luka Doncic. So, Christian Wood's going to be running that pick and roll with Luca. So I think there's I think we're going to get a career average of assists from Luca next season because the highest he's averaged is 8.8. I mean, he's went right around that 8.6, 8.7, 8.8. I think he's going to average around around 10 a game and that's going to be the route. 
if we're talking about path for him to win MVP, it's the Mavericks finish in the top four of the Western Conference. He's going to average 28 and 10 in like seven a game. Obviously, if he can hit that 30 mark, that'd be awesome. He could do both of them. And that's the route. And the narrative's going to be there. It's going to be skinny Luca from day one. He's he's taking it. It's his year. The odds are in his favor for that. Brunson left. He's got a chip on his shoulder. The Mavericks are really good. Like, that's the path for him to win MVP. I think another thing the Mavs have, I, I love that. I think I think that's so right. And I think, like, JaVale, I think he's going to be able to finish a little bit better than Dwight did. I think Christian mm. Wood will probably will maybe be able to finish a little bit better than any of the backup bigs, but maybe better than, than Dwight as well. And they also still have Dwight, right? Like they have like three really good rim runners and finishers on the team that Luca just destroys with. Like think about some of the times last season we were like, Oh, Dwight's pretty solid. Like it's, it was all Luca just setting him up and making him like, like just destroy teams with their chemistry. And once he gets that with JaVale and Christian Wood, his assists will go up. It'll help the Mavericks. And there'll be, uh, there'll be just, Guys getting destroyed on pick and rolls. Um, yeah. What do you think about defensively? Do the Mavericks have to do anything defensively as a team to get them there? It does that affect their their record more? Or what if the Mavs are like they're a top five defense? Does that play into his narrative at all? Or yeah. or would that matter not at all? I mean, I think I just think that like standings and record. I mean, they're probably only going to be up that high if they're a pretty good defense. So like, it's still goes together but i think if you're like i think people are referencing a a record win total place in the standings more than hey you know what's helping lucas case they're top five defense yeah because he's not gonna help he's not getting credit for it right (laughs) yeah i don't know i mean he could yeah lead the league in blocks and somebody's not gonna give credit i said a name while ago as far as a guy in jason tatum that's somebody i'm watching too because i think he's Mm. so dang good i think boston improved this offseason Bad and Gallo and Brockton, those guys. I mean, like, I think they're loaded for a roster. But the thing with Tatum, though, is he doesn't do enough of the other stuff. So he has to score, like, he has to score 30 a game. Like, for him to have a chance at this, they got to. I literally wrote down Tatum's path to MVP. He scores 30 a game and they run away with the number one seat. Hit another three per game, Tatum. (laughs) But, like, that's because he averaged what, 27 last year, right? Yeah. Something like that. So, like, He's going to have to bump that up and they're going to have to finish with a top seed in the East and he's going to have to average 30 a game. And that's the path for Tatum because he just doesn't, he doesn't have the assist and like rebounds and stuff like Luca does. So he averaged eight, eight rebounds a game last year. So that's they, true. But, yeah. but they don't matter as much to your point. Like <laughs> they don't matter. They don't like it. Re- mm-hmm. Nobody's saying like, oh, Tatum, eight rebounds. Like Trey Young gets rebounds. <laughs> <laughs> but, but no, he, he's really good. It's just that's the, I think the East. Okay. Tell me if I'm crazy for this. When it comes to Luca's MVP chances, I think his biggest competition, his next three biggest competition is all in the East. Yeah, Embiid, Giannis, Tatum. Tatum. I would probably put Curry ahead of ahead of Tatum. What about Jokic? I would put Curry ahead of Tatum. I think that if it's, nobody's they're not going to give him three in a row. It's just they're no just, matter, if- they're just not. I, I, I just can't see it. Like, what's the? Th- there's only been a couple that have like that have won three in a row. Or there's mm. only there's only been a couple players that have even won th- like three. Yeah. <sighs> no three in a rows. I don't think. Unless I'm. Actually, no. Bird. Last one was. 
Was it Larry? Yeah. Bird, Russell, Wilt. They all three won it three in a row. I love Wilt Chamberlain, man. (laughs) Incredible player. Uh, The Um, the guys that have won. Here's the guys that have won three. Ready? (laughs) Um. Hold on, did James Harden? James Harden is not one three. This is this list is not right. Yeah, that list isn't right. So <laughs> James Harden is not is not one three. I tried to. Uh, yeah, there's just not been many players that have won three. You know, and so I I don't think that they're gonna give him three in a row. They'd have to do something incredible. He's he's working against the grade is what they're doing, and Luca is working with it. It's it's Luca and Bead, probably Curry again, and Giannis. Yeah. I guess uh, Giannis again. I guess again. <laughs> And, and you asked this question while ago, and I, I didn't touch on it too much, but like, what do the maps have to do? If you're talking about individual players, then a lot of the things that when we're talking about best case scenario, we did a, um, that Q and a, I did with Austin Gruy. We did best and worst case scenario for the maps. And it's like best case scenario for the maps. Then, you know, the role players shoot 40% from three again next year, Reggie Bullock, Dorian Finney Smith, those guys. You know, you get the best version of Christian Wood, this pick and pop guy who can roll to the basket. Dinwiddie has, you know, a, a monster season next to Luca and all that. Like for them to finish top four in the West, you're going to need more, more than anything, you're going to need your shooters to hit over 40% from three. Here's the players that have won three. I found it. And I was looking at a list of Ooh. teams that have won, like players on teams that have won, and the Rockets had three. <laughs> Besides Harden, who else? <laughs> no, it's Kareem won six, Jordan five. Bill Russell, five, LeBron, four, Wilt, four, Magic Johnson, Larry Bird, Moses Malone. That's it. That's eight players have won three. Like that is rarefied air when you're talking about that. And I think they would give it to Giannis over Jokic because Giannis has already won a title. Like, I don't think you get three MVPs before you've won a title. That would just be, Mm. that'd be tough. And especially, I know this isn't his fault and it's not fair either, but like him losing in the first round, like, I don't know if anybody holds that against him, but but like then just go back to next year and be like, ah, oh, me want MVP again. Like, <laughs> uh, but he he puts up. I I don't I personally don't like that narrative. You know, there's things I don't like. I don't like how player certain players don't can't win most improved player whenever they're like a top five pick and everybody's like, oh, they're supposed to be that good. <laughs> oh, like, like Luca his up. second season. I hate that man. Piss me off. There you go. Let us know in the comment section below. What is the biggest thing for Luca? Is it one of the stats? Is it one of the narratives? Is it one of his biggest competition? What has to happen for some of, for him to win MVP? Let us know. Thanks for making Lockdown Maps your first listen. Now make your second listen, Lockdown NBA. It's me and Pat the Designer talking about the biggest risers and fallers in the NBA. A really fun counted up with some interesting things. Serge Ibaka's skincare routine may have come up. There's just some some fascinating things that haven't counted up. Go check it out, guys. Thanks so much for listening to Lockdown Maps. Peace out. Boom.